This is how you roll out a vaccine or bring a vaccine to market that is going to fail almost as so as if, if this were President Trump on deck now, this would be hung around his neck. But the devastation from the vaccine is not being looked at and is covered up almost by the media. The reality about it is right now they have brought a vaccine that does not stop transmission. It does not stop infection. It does not stop severe COVID. It does not stop death or hospitalization. That's not me. That is the vaccine developers put that out. That's what was put out by the FDA. That's what is published. That's public information. This, these vaccines only handle and address the reducing mild COVID symptoms. So it's almost as though you have given the virus an evolutionary future that it, not, it would not necessarily have. You've extended the life of the virus. So we have people now in the UK and Israel and these places where everyone who's being double vaccinated is becoming infected. Why? It seems that the vaccine itself, and we warned them, we wrote this and we said it, Dr. Gert van den Bosch, Dr. Yeadon, et cetera, stated this. We said on paper that if you vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic, you are going to drive the emergence of uh, more infectious variants and potentially super variants that are devastatingly and could be deadly. I'm right there with Owen Schroyer, uh, you know, just praying every single day that these so-called lawmakers, these so-called elected representatives are going to wake up, do their job, start recognizing this Marxist coup for what it is. I mean, the prosecution and persecution of people. We've talked to pastors on this program, Owen himself with this malicious prosecution, all of these people being hunted down for not even being there, not even on the grounds, not going in there, not doing anything violent. I personally know a journalist who was right alongside, by the way, CNN. Nobody from that agency is being prosecuted. The journalist that I know, on the other hand, looking at close to a decade for misdemeanors. There was no inciting of violence. There was no destruction of property. There was no impeding of Congress. None of that ushered in by police. And he's being charged in, in the same way that we're praying that these lawmakers will open up their eyes and do something about that. What about the killing of our kids? You know, it's no secret to anybody that the White House is now saying they're rolling out, what, 32, 38 million shots for kids ages 5 to 11. So let's break that down. Oh, they've even gotten so creepy now that they're also going to be shipping tens of millions of little tiny sized child arm sized needles along with these shots. So let's break it down. Well, in the age group of 12 to 17, we have already seen that boys, particularly are six times more likely to have a serious myocarditis event, a serious heart issue from these shots than they are to have a serious illness from COVID because we know virtually no kids are impacted by COVID-19 at all. Now a doctor is coming out saying that in a really large hospital system, a large birthing place, that an alarming amount of babies are dying just hours after being born all from the same thing, every one of them from the same thing, pulmonary hemorrhage. What's the common denominator in all of them? Of course, the mothers were vaccinated. They're either breastfeeding or the children were, the babies were vaccinated in vitro. And so now why not? Why not? We're killing babies. 
We're killing adolescent teen boys. We're permanently incapacitating people. We're forever changing their lives. So along with praying that lawmakers wake up, obviously it's time that we pray to God that our children are not the price that we have to pay for this tyranny. Dr. Paul Elias Alexander, former HHS, former WHO, he was a senior COVID advisor to President Donald Trump and he joins us now. You've been doing a lot of studies on this vaccine. I, I really struggle calling it that. It's not FDA approved. This is a big propaganda thing. We're, we're being told that it is. And we're gonna get to these to your concerns about these five to 11 year olds. But I found something really interesting yeah. recently that you did a comparison of immunity from these shots versus natural immunity. What did you find? Well, I mean, Stu, thanks a lot. I'm very humbled to be on your show. And uh, we published that report in Brownstone Institute. And what we found was uh, about 91 pieces of evidence or studies, high quality, that pretty much showed us that it's not just that the uh, vaccines, that the natural immunity is equal to vaccine immunity, but actually it's more superior. And I think this is the argument. The argument is that um, before the vaccines came out, you know, there was this push to prepare the population by saying that, you know, your natural immunity is, uh, is failing and you're losing it and it's declining. But that was a lie. That was a lie put out by, by the administration, by uh, the public health officials, Fauci, Walensky, etc. Because they knew uh, it is normal for your antibodies uh, they were putting out some studies that the antibodies were fading. Well, they knew it was normal. You're not losing your immunity. They knew this because your immune system, your natural immunity is not just based on antibodies. Even if your antibodies disappear from circulation, they knew, these scientists knew that there's B cell, there's uh, cellular immunity with B cells and T cells that produces antibodies in the future when you are, when you are ever re-exposed. And your natural immunity is pretty much one, one and done, lifelong. So if you're re-exposed, uh, you have B cells, long-lived bone marrow uh, plasma cells that will churn out new antibodies as needed. So this has been a lie to deceive people and to scare the population into vaccination. And when we looked at these 91-odd studies, we are seeing that natural immunity is uh, not just equal, I'm making the argument that it's superior to what is conferred by the vaccine. And the public needs to understand that, that what we're talking about here is that when you are exposed naturally to the pathogen, your immune system builds almost a complete shot of all aspects of the surface of the, of, of, of the virus. You're talking about the, the envelope, the nucleocapsid protein, the spike protein, versus the vaccine only allows you to produce an immune response, antibodies to the spike protein. And we know that the spike protein was based on the initial Wuhan strain 2020, January, February, March. Right now we have the Delta, the Delta variant. So the vaccine is not hitting the Delta. And that is why you are seeing so many quote unquote breakthrough infections in Israel, UK, the United States, Barnstable, Massachusetts, across the globe. It is, it is an understood fact, even the CDC Walensky said, that there are breakthrough infections and that the vaccinated are getting infected. Uh, in fact, the vaccinated are spreading this, this virus. So we have a serious problem. And like the lockdowns too, 
these public health officials, they take the most ridiculous, illogical step forward with the lockdowns when they realized, and we saw that the lockdowns were killing people, not the virus, it was the lockdowns and the school closures. What did they do? They didn't meet and try to assess a better way forward. They decided to do more lockdowns and harden them. So right now, we have a serious problem with the vaccine in terms of its effectiveness, and we are seeing a lot of harms. What do they do? They don't stop. They don't step back to try to understand what is happening here. It looks like the vaccine is causing a lot of problems. No, they harden and they want to expand to younger and younger persons. And now they've come into our kids, 5 to 11. And we say, no, there's no, no evidence, none, zero, where our children, 5 to 11 years old, uh, there's any benefit from these vaccines. In fact, there's only potential for harms. Yeah, you know, part of the study that you're talking about, as far as the natural immunity is concerned, I was looking into this and it looks to me like those who contracted SARS-CoV-1 and had the antibodies for that, when it was introduced in a lab to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, years later, those antibodies killed SARS-CoV-2. So people from 10 years ago or longer are immune automatically to SARS-CoV-2 if they had or had exposure to CoV-1, which is something that we really need to take into consideration given the fact that this is more than likely why the natural immune system without any early treatment, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, ventilators, the poisonous remdesivir, all of these things, the natural God-given immune system is defeating this virus 99.987% of the time because that is how our bodies are designed. And when you talk about the harm that these vaccines are causing in these age groups of 12 to 17, we've seen these uh, spontaneous abortions or miscarriages. We've seen the death of newly born babies within hours of being born because of this pulmonary hemorrhage. It's extremely alarming. But as we continue to push this out and then tell people, well, now you have to have a booster because you're no longer immune. This is becoming to me more apparent that these are not necessarily side effects. We look at, for example, the vaccine adverse events reporting system that tells us now that what 17,000 people have died attributed to this shot, but there are so many other systems out there that suggest that many more, exponentially more people have actually succumbed to this and have had severe adverse events or reactions. But this is becoming, to me, very, very apparent, and I, I want to talk to you about this after the break. In about 30 seconds, we've got to go to break. But I want to talk to you about this and let you think on this, because this is really serious to me. This is not a conspiracy theory. This looks to me a lot less like side effects and a whole lot more like intended consequences. This is premeditated. There's enough, there's enough going on out here that these people can, they can understand this. More with Dr. Alexander right after this. More than twice as many, more than double the amount of people have died reportedly from this shot being referred to as a vaccine in nine months than have died from all previous vaccines combined. And that's according to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, which we know those numbers are throttled. We know them to be much higher because of whistleblowers, because of actual complaints filed under the penalty of perjury, we know that those numbers are much greater. But those are the numbers that we can acknowledge here with some sort of responsibility. 
but that's not enough. I mean, close to 17,000 people or more, 790 some thousand adverse events, close to 3,000 miscarriages, permanently disabled people, near 30,000 people. I mean, all of these people dying within days of this shot, which provides, by the way, no immunity whatsoever. And if you look at CNN Health, one of their headlines was, you know, just because people are getting COVID after being vaccinated doesn't mean that the vaccine is ineffective. I mean, this is the type of propaganda that is being shoved down the throats of American people. This is the kind of panic that is being caused in order to provoke parents to trip over themselves, to get to the front of the line, to have their children, their innocent children's DNA possibly restructured as a result of accepting this therapeutic that we by all intents and purposes, by definition, cannot call a vaccine. It's harmful. At what point does this become not side effects, but actually intended consequences when we have all of this data? Dr. Paul Elias Alexander was a senior advisor to President Trump working with HHS. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? This looks to be intentional at this point. Well, Stu, um, again, once again, I'm very, I'm very grateful to be on your show. And I want to make sure I, I make it known that I did support President Trump and his policies, and I still do today. I do have a serious, serious concern with these um, vaccines for children. Um, I don't think they're indicated in any manner possible. So I want President Trump to come forward and put a stop. He has to make a statement on these. And look, I agree with what you're saying, because remember, the natural immunity that we have with natural exposure, with our cellular immunity, so T cell, B cell and uh, uh, response, is lifelong. You mentioned just now about that study, that study by Labert, where they found that persons uh, uh, who were infected from SARS-1, that when they looked at their blood 17, 18 years post, they found still a reaction to the virus and also a cross-reactivity, cross-protection to SARS-2. We even found that in 1918 Spanish flu, they looked at persons' blood in 2008, 2010, almost 100 years had passed, and they found that those persons who were still alive had immunity in their blood that reacted to the Spanish flu that they were exposed to 100 years prior. And I have to agree with you, Stu, because look, Right now, we're looking at the adverse events that have accumulated in the VAERS database. And the VAERS only accounts for about 1%. Let's handicap it and say as much as 10. But we have about 16,000, 17,000 deaths today. We have 700,000, 800,000 adverse events. And the challenge is the administration, the senior people in these health agencies, they operate as though the CDC's VAERS database just does not exist. So if you say it's a 10% reporting, we have 90% of the deaths and the adverse events missed. And the problem here is this, when you vaccinate with a suboptimal vaccine, there's this issue of the original antigenic sin where if you prime the immune system suboptimally, your first time out, that suboptimal priming of the immune system will persist lifelong and it will be a suboptimal response from you. We have a vaccine that they have manufactured, and this is where the intent, I would make a statement here in agreement with you. I think this was almost designed to fail. I think in a certain way, it's beginning to look like this is how you rule out a vaccine 
or bring a vaccine to market that is going to fail almost as so as if if this were President Trump on deck now, this would be hung around his neck. But the devastation from the vaccine is not being looked at and is covered up almost by the media. The reality about it is right now they have brought a vaccine that does not stop transmission. It does not stop infection. It does not stop severe COVID. It does not stop death or hospitalization. That's not me. That is the vaccine developers put that out. That's what was put out by the FDA. That's what is published. That's public information. This, these vaccines only handle and address the reducing mild COVID symptoms. So it's almost as though you have given the virus an evolutionary future that it, not, it would not necessarily have. You've extended the life of the virus. So we have people now in the UK and Israel and these places where everyone who's being double vaccinated is becoming infected. Why? It seems that the vaccine itself, and we warned them, we wrote this and we said it, Dr. Gert van den Bosch, Dr. Yeadon, et cetera, stated this. We said on paper that if you vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic, you are going to drive the emergence of uh, more infectious variants and potentially super variants that are devastatingly and could be deadly. And that is what we are probably doing now. And we are seeing it playing out where the vaccinated are the ones actually spreading this virus. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That was a false talking point put out there. This is actually a pandemic of the vaccinated. We have the research that shows the vaccinated harbors as high or even more higher loads of the virus in the oral pharyngeal passages. And they are propagating this virus to the unvaccinated and even to the vaccinated. I got about one minute left here. I want you to address lawmakers, President Trump, whoever it is that you think has sway over hundreds of millions of people or this push for five to 11 year olds specifically. I've got two kids between the ages of five and 11. And, and this is horrific for me to think about. Yes, well, I mean, look, let's be blunt about this. I've been on record, I've been speaking on the news. Other people like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Reese, these people, we have been out there fighting this. It's absolutely under no condition. None must a parent in the United States allow these vaccines into their children. This push by Pfizer now 5 to 11, they do not have the evidence to show. Here's the key that a parent must, and I'm pleading with President Trump and the lawmakers to understand. These vaccine developers needed 10 to 12 to 15 years. They brought this in three months to four months. They did not follow these vaccines for the proper duration of time to detect the safety signals that we know will emerge. And now we are seeing it in the adults. We are asking President Trump to step forward and put a stop, stop this with the children because children bring almost near statistical zero risk to the table. This is the issue. They bring no risk to the table, yet you wanna give them a vaccine that we have seen has potential risks. So then what is the reason for this? Why? Why would you do this to your child? Your child has a life 18, 90 years ahead of them. By introducing these vaccines, we run the risk of disabling them or possibly killing them. I am saying here again, we have adults, 16 to 17,000, we actually model it as 100,000 who've died in America one to two to five days post-vaccine. I'm yeah. seeing it as 
Yeah, yeah, I, go. I, I got to go. Stop this thing. Paul Alexander, thank you.